Alright, well, hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Lorecast Eternals. I want to die. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> I think I've already lost count. This is episode five, I believe. Uh, I know. Four, part two. Four, part two. Episode four, part two. I wrote this wrong in my notes that I did not write. <laughs> I think that's fair. Anyway, hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back again to complete our episode four, which would be the main gods of the Pantheon. Well, well not Pantheon, or, just, just gods. The, ma- the, the, the more major gods. He forget yeah. the pantheon is not really a thing anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, for the attentive listener, uh, you will notice that we are actually a day late, but we had some personal issues come up, so we're going to be uh, producing this one a day late than we normally would. Phillips being nice, I'm a colossal failure. Uh, bro, don't do that to yourself. Yeah. I love you, and yeah. now you need to learn to love yourself. <laughs> now go the fuck away and get on an emotional journey, oh, you little shit. Better. Colossal, yes. Failure, no. All right. <laughs> wow. wow. Bro. That's fucking mean, yo. Know? Oh, yeah, get sprayed with a squirt bubble. That was <laughs> no. just for episode three, bitch. <laughs> but no. Um, uh, so today we will be covering just a few of the gods. Uh, to be perfectly frank, this is going to be a fairly short episode because we thought there would be a lot more to this than it was. And then we started doing our research and like... Turns out the rest of the gods that we haven't already listed that aren't chaos kind of did fuck all. So yeah, there's there uh, there's gonna be some minor gods we're not covering yet. That's because like they're so minor that realistically, until we delve a lot deeper into the lore, they're just really not worth mentioning. But realistically, it's probably a good thing that this episode's gonna be so short because next episode is chaos gods. And Lord help us. Who's ready for another two-hour episode? <laughs> chaos gods <laughs> and maybe part two chaos. No, should we do chaos then? We will talk about it. We'll probably do Chaos Gods and Chaos Characters because the Chaos Characters are prominent play a very big part in the story realistically. To a certain extent, they play more of an important part than the gods do. Not entirely wrong. Anyway. Alrighty. So, moving on. Um, I don't believe we have any big announcements going on right now. I'm pregnant. (laughs) When did this happen? (laughs) Okay, but who's the father? Y'all both know him, unfortunately. Oh, okay, cool. It's his left hand. (laughs) Anywho... Um, let's go ahead and just dive on into this. Oh man, that looks like a suspicious tumor. And because I am an asshole, any mini Mitch is going first. Ayo. Oh no, the most. I'm, I got no right to say it that I'm most tired, but I'm the most tired. <laughs> oh yeah, Mister, I didn't have to do shit at work today. Hey, that could be that makes for very long days. Oh, man, doing that nothing does. is exhausting. Exactly. Yeah, I got yeah. paid to do. I got paid. Today to do basically nothing except you know make Mitchell's lunch. I guess he came and visited me at work. Technically, yeah. I got paid to fight my roommates today. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, <laughs> nice. This goes right back into the I want to die comment. <clears throat> Anywho, oh, let's <laughs> getting on with the episode though. So should Mitchell, I, should I do Kragnos or Booty no, no, no. Call? We're, we're doing all the destruction together. Oh well, yeah, he can do Kragnos and you do work and work with like. Oh yeah, I or guess should, that just or like since that. like yeah, let's do let's do destruction first. Well, we're gonna hit Kragnos. He's the deity of earthquakes. He's actually an ascended god, so he's not Ooh. like not god god. Hmm. Um, well, are any of them truly god god? I think Sigmar and Gorgomorka are, and the dwarven ones are like god gods. Yeah, the elves don't count. Well, the, the way Mitchell said that is he used air quotes, and I'm like, well, there isn't really a big G in this universe, so like, well, are any ca- of them the really chaos god? Gods are god gods. I would say, okay, okay, I would say the chaos gods. So they're like real, like the chaos gods are big Gs and. Realistically, the dwarven gods are like big G gods, but they're like 
If, so there's, there's G. They're minor big G is there like If there's like a middle ground between a lowercase G and a capital G, that's like the god the dwarven gods are. <laughs> it's, like yeah. a, it's like a lowercase G with an accent marker. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so um, he comes from the race called, known as the Drogoth? Like Drogoth, I think, or something like that? Drogoth? Drogoth? They're centaurs. Yeah, pretty much centaur people. Just big centaur really people. Really big centaur people. They actually were a very peaceful race before this man was born. <laughs> <laughs> the living... That's a fucking lie. And then baby go- um, got born. Yeah. So, it was the um, era before the era. Age before the age of myth. Which, yes, when he was okay. born. Because that's probably, that's, what is that called? The primeval era. Actually, still probably a part of the age of the myth. age before ages. The yes, there we yes. go. Um, and it was into the nation of Donsi. Oh my God, who the hell spells this? Donsi. Don Dons? Is that e silent? Donsi is can that? We just you call it Donsi. Oh, can we just call it Donsi and throw up one of his videos? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, we're gonna say Donsi. Um, <laughs> ha- hashtag. Uh, call out to my to my man Duncy up in Washington. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he was the son of the elder of Gorgos. The he, yeah, he was like the leader, right? He was the yeah. Son of the so he was the guy that actually made the non-aggression pact with the dragons. Oh, and what and, and what um realm is this? Gur. Gur. He was in Gur. This gotcha. is all in Gur. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gur will be featuring pretty heavily in our destruction section of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. So yeah. Uh, to, uh, to keep it more on the short end, um, Kragnos born, he angry, he mad, and he's nothing but anger. And so he actually beats up his brother to a pulp. Um, is like, huh? and so he gets exiled. Takes his like five closest friends, champions, whatever, and just <laughs> friends. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's call yeah. them that. Yeah, uh-huh. and they just go rampaging across Gur, and they he got his nickname the the end of empires at this point in time because he sat there and he got rid of a lot of barbarian empires. I feel like the orcs love this guy. We're gonna get to that. Hey, <laughs> what do you know? Um, in this process, the orcs began to venerate him. And they um, call him the Boss Trampler. The Boss Trampler? The Boss Trampler. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Um, and during this period of time, this is when he finds his shield called the Tusk Breaker because Gorkamorka got angry at this. Well, Gorkamorka tried to take, take a bite out of the moon, right? No, no, that's the bad moon. Oh, okay. The bad moon is completely different. All right, okay, Gorkamorka gotcha. likes to eat things, and he thought he could eat the shield and could not, and just chunked it into like a curve crevice or something or just deep into the planet mm-hmm. realm well Kragnos got it called it the tusk breaker and it just nullifies all magic oh lovely hmm. yeah um interesting oh, during this period of time Kragnos also becomes like a kind of a weaponsmith he makes really good weapons and needs hmm. yeah you've seen his mace his... he has to make his own crumping stick yeah um, you gotta find a good crumpin' stick somehow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just gotta do it yourself. Walks off with a big crumpin' stick. <laughs> so it's during this period of time since you know he's just angry and destroying everything. The orcs are like, destroy? That's what we do. You're a god. And so start to um, offering up the bones of the um, monsters that the orcs killed, and then the what was that called? The amber bone. They slew an amber bone. 
which is like the realm stone of Gur. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so with all these sacrifices, is this kind of what made it made Kragnos more and more powerful? And that's kind of how he became a god, I'm assuming. Yes, gotcha. pretty much. Um, that's hence why he's an ascended god. Wasn't born one, but was made one. Yep. Oh, let's see. It's also during this period of time. Um, since there This is still in the Age of Myth, right? This is all still in the Age of Myth. The majority of his lore is based in the Age of Myth. Yeah, because he was gone for a long time. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, since he kind of killed a majority and kind of got really bored of all the human barbarians, or just barbarians in general, he was like, huh, what's my next target? Those dragons look very angry or look like a formidable foe and started a war with the dragons. His dad was not happy about that. Yeah, I, I can, can, imagine, I can so. imagine so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it was stated that he got his closest followers, and that's when they started pummeling all the dragons. They went and they tried to defeat the dragons. I think they lost or something, and he went and just rampaged and just killed like all the, a lot of the eggs, um, which is very important. That's why the dragons are not in large numbers. So he um, basically damn near genocided the entire dra- Draconith race. Yes. Lovely. Yeah. Um, and so at that point, uh, the dragons actually fought him and his followers. And Kragnos, I believe, was like the only one to survive that battle. <laughs> Everyone dies. Um, I think some dragons were left, but it was like the ruin of his like followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, he just got really, really angry and started crumping a lot more dragons. And... Cats are being sus. Cats are being sus. Um, it was at this period of time the dragons were scared and they went to... Well, the, yeah, their like, entire species basically got killed by one guy. Yeah, they went to the lizard lizardmen. My boys! The Seraphon. Um, and what they they actually made an agreement because the lizardmen really, or Seraphon, whatever the hell we want to call them. Let's call them lizard boys. Uh, they, vi- they they venerated the dragons. They're like because well, dra- yeah, Drakothian is the one who found them. So yeah. like, yeah. It's like yeah. dragons cool. Um, so they yeah. kind of like almost slightly worship them, but the dragons are like, hey buddies, we need your help. And this man is really scary. We will give you some eggs, the remaining of our eggs. And that's the reason why that there's more dragons coming out and about because the lizard boys protected the dragon babies. Yes, the the lizard the seraphon were able to keep con- like they took care of the eggs. <clears> they <throat> raised their dragons. Secure, contain, protect. <laughs> um, and this is when it was Lord Croak, <gasps> my boy. Yes. Um, Toad Dad. Kragnos was very angry walking up a mountain. Toad Dad was like, no, you're not. Well, also a couple other slans. Slan, and are like, no, you're not coming to kill us. Did someone say slam? And they Come actually and they actually overloaded Kragnos' shield that nullified magic to the oh, point God. where we couldn't nullify ma- magic anymore at that point. Mm-hmm. And oh, then God. they picked him up and slowly lowered him into the bone granite type of-esque skeletal remain of a big old monster from before them um so they buried him they buried him yes they buried Ah! him in a prison of bone magic bone get wrecked and no get boned get boned and that was it was also it was in the state of timelessness and he was asleep the only reason why he woke up recently into the age of sigmar is because alariel did her ritual of life woke him up 
And what happened was the trees on that mountain mm-hmm. burrowed through with their, through their roots oh. and opened up that um, containment. God damn it, thick thighs. Yeah, I know. Um, uh. Not saving lives this time. Mm. But she's still pretty cool, pretty thick, though. So that is how he got out of the containment. And he walks, like, his first thing he wanted to do was actually go look for his race. G-dubs has not stated that they're dead. So they might still be just around. That he just not has found them yet. Hmm. Um, so he's so he's getting the uh, the well, Tyrion the Teclas Tyrion treatment. Yeah, the Teclas. At the moment, yes. To be fair, after all the shit that he did, I wouldn't be surprised if like his race got suicided by the other races because they're like, oh yeah, this one well, dude's a dick. It wasn't, so his whole race might be it. Must be a no, dick. It, no, no, no. Um. Well, we're, again, remember they were known to be a very peaceful race, very docile. Yeah. Actually. No. I. I just. Oh, I just wouldn't be surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. if, like, if there was a retaliatory yeah. strike by, and by someone else. The dragons probably knew that it was like, oh, it's not all of them. It's just Kragnos. Um. Sorry, I've been. I've been reading too many um Epstein jokes recently, which is why <laughs> they get suicided by someone else. Is why. Yeah. That, that, that was. That was my mistake. I mean. That does sound like some shit that Sigmar would do. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him, man. They like, just, I just showed just up and they were all dead. They just collectively threw themselves off of a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Um, once he was awakened and he got out of this mountain, he... Um... I'm assuming his status is currently <laughs> angry as fuck. Yes. Status. Angry. <laughs> Activity. Um... Throwing hands. <laughs> he Skill went... set. Murder. <laughs> he went straight to the city of... Excelsis, Excelsis, and just kind of crumped it um, for daring to occupy his homeland. <laughs> and also, before he fully got awakened, I, I, I sorry, we just had a moment with our toes. Um, you got some time, baby? <laughs> we having a moment here. You know, uh, that, excuse y'all. We are not talking. Play footsies. We are not talking about the Slitterbone thing. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when, shut up. when he was actually still in captivity and starting to wake up, his hooves started to hit the ground and it started to attract a lot of orcs to the thing. They're just like, we know what that is. They're like, what is this? They were just drawn towards it. Hey, so, he's like the maker of earthquakes too, right? Yes, pretty much. Um, he became the god of earthquakes because his signature move while attacking cities with his, like, his followers, well, they would all stand up on their back two legs and slam their hooves in front to break walls. Hmm. Interesting. Like, just not even hit the wall. They They just, just like... Shifted the ground and make the wall fall down. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Dope. Um, when he... As he destroyed that city, he actually amassed a small following of Gargans. And... (laughs) Seeing that this is like... Kind of the only log going on at the time... Um. Oh wait a minute! No, wait. I'm reading that wrong. So he has lots of friends at the moment. Is what I'm hearing. Yes. Um. At some point, Gordak, Gordrak, the mm-hmm. the the guy, the fist of Gork, the fist of Gork, um, was like, you know what would be nice if I tested this god beast battering ram on this man. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, so they fought. Um. And since that must have been in the Age of Chaos, Age of Sigmar. Oh, you, you didn't tell us we looked at the Age of Sigmar. You didn't notice of an age, notify us of an age change, bro. You gotta give us a heads up. He did. You were gone. Oh, uh, yeah. 
you're dealing with cat shenanigans. And, and that's fair. Then and I apologize. It was at this point he got control of the orcs. This did, is the reason why the orcs were following him. And um, did he kill the Fistic War? No, I don't think he did. Because he, he still has a model. Did he beat him and now he is the Fistic Orc? He beat him and now he's leader of Wog. Yeah, because the Fist of Gork is called the Fist of Gork for different reasons. Oh, okay. Which yeah. I will cover when we get to Gork and Mortar. Um, so he gets to the point... I'm going like, to skip like one little thing because I don't think it's truly important. Well, we will get to um, the Seraphon and Marathi part now. Eh, you um, just want to get a snake lady. I know it. <laughs> I'm a snake. <laughs> Um, they they saw this man coming, and they're like, "I don't like that." And so they teleport him across the they teleport him across the realm of Gur to the cruel boys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the the lizardmen saw that, or the, the snake lady saw that? They're like, "Nah, fuck this yeet." Before being tricked by Marathi and Lord Croak, who conjured oh, them together. Oh my god! <laughs> who conjured an image of the dra- Draconith and raged him? Enraged, he charged at them, unknowingly being teleported across Gur to the swamps of Thondia. Bruh, Lord Croak does not like this man. He keeps fucking with him. Where he was sighted by the tribe of Cruel Boys, and now the Cruel Boys, many of their tribes, kind of worship Kragmos. Interesting. Yeah. That's really about all I got for Kragnos. Cool. Alright. Well then in that case, we're gonna go on to Gorkamarka, the actual orc god. So the actual the, the, the main god of destruction. Yeah. So as we've covered before, uh Gorkamorka was discovered by Sigmar trapped inside of a living piece of amber. And then Sigmar freed him, yeah, and they had a massive battle, uh, and Gorkmorka respected Sigmar for his martial prowess. He then decided to join the Pantheon of Order. While under the Pantheon of Order, Sigmar was basically like, hey, you, fighty boy, go fight shit, and basically used Gorkmorka and the orcs to clear out all of the monsters across the realms. Like, they were, basically he was like, hey, y'all need to go fight shit so y'all don't, like, kill my people. So I'm going to go let you fight shit that's also going to be helpful to me. And eventually Gorkamarka was like, so this is cool and all that, but, like, why the fuck do I have to wear pants? Why the fuck do I have to wear pants? That's fair. Yeah. So basically he got fed up with all the civilization and laws and politics, and he was just like, you know what? Screw all of you. Wog. And he just, scre- and he just screamed a wog that then became known as the Great Wog. And basically he went... He rounded up all of his orc boys, and he was like, it crumping time. And they literally went from one end of the mortal realms all the way to the other end of the mortal realms, crumping shit. And then they got to the far end of the mortal realms, and they were like, hmm, that was fun. Let's do it again. And then went all the way back. And, yeah, so that was basically the big event that happened in the Age of Myth, is that he started up the Great Wog... And they just crumped. That's basically what happened. And then, going into the Age of Chaos, because <laughs> that, that really is the biggest shit that Gorkamarka does. Um, going into the Age of Important Chaos. Important God, not a little lord, because he does one thing. He crumped. Yeah. So, going into the Age of Chaos, uh, he got really fed up by what Chaos was doing on Gur, 
and was like, hmm, I don't like any of this. So then he starts aggressively beating down, uh, oh, shit, uh, Dark, Dark Forts? Something like that. Anyway, basically, he starts aggressively crumping Chaos. And while he is literally beating the crap out of Chaos, a shard of his knuckle breaks off, and it is purged in green fire. And out from the green fire walks the Fistagork. <laughs> Hence his name, the Fistagork. Oh, he just he just makes an orc from a piece of himself. Basically, and he is now like a mega boss. Fair, but, to, fair to say he's yeah. like a greater demon for Chaos God. He's like a splinter of the God himself. I mean, to a certain extent, all orcs are, though. I thought all orcs were mushrooms. <laughs> I mean, that's 40k lore. I don't know about Sigmar. They're just fun guys. <laughs> oh, God. The just puns. Stop. Please stop. I want to... Please. I, I need to be stopped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gorka, uh, Gorkamorka is the... Please, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Gorkamorka is the god of the orcs. He is the a god primarily worshipped by the Greenskins. And, yeah, his whole thing is that he just fights shit. And he fights a lot of shit. And he has basically no lore in the actual Age of Sigmar so, itself. So, Kragnos' status, angry, Gork and Gorkamorka is status. He's status, still angry, mind you, just also with an asterisk that says unknown. That's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Basically. So the really cool thing about Gorkamorka, though, is that it is a two-headed god... And whenever he decides to get into an argument with himself, he splits and becomes Gork and Mork. And then they fight each other until they no longer want to fight each other anymore. And then they just merge back together and become the two-headed god, Gork and Mork. So is one brutal but cunning and the other one cunning but brutal? No, one is brutal and the other is cunning. (laughs) But yeah, Gork, I believe, is the god of brutality and Mork is the god of trickery. Basically is how it works out. But yeah, no, effectively, they are both brutally cunning and cunningly So Gorkamorka is just, these hands are rated E for everyone. Gorkamorka is, these hands are, are rated for, yeah, basically, these hands are rated E for everyone. But if you're catching these hands, they ain't stopping until you're dead. Because you ain't killing me. Because that's the kind of shit that Gorkamorka would say. At least in my mind. Headcanon. Go and hang. Oh, we're going to go to status. What's that? What's the status of Behemoth? Dead as fuck. <laughs> I mean, Philip, you were done, right? I yeah, basically. Oh, okay. So yeah, we're gonna talk about. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about uh, Bahamut for a second. He is a, a god beast, technically, um, and he is the father of the Gargants, which are basically the giants in Age of Sigmar. And his dad uh, was, I think it's pronounced Yumnog or y- Yumnog, uh, y- y- Yumnog, like and he was, he's the grandfather of Gargants, and he was an even bigger, stronger version of Bahamut, because he's the dad, and he's dead as fuck, because Sigmar killed him. Yeah. If y'all have ever played uh, God of War 4 with uh, Christian Judge, mm, love that man. Anyway, uh, with Christian, with uh, Christopher Judge, I think I said Christian, I meant Christopher. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So, in that scene where, like, you have to go take the God of War up to get, like, the piece of the chisel from the giant, like, that's Yimnog. Yeah, he's, he's big. fucking huge. He big. He big, big. Um, but, so, yeah, so, Bahamut is his son, and Bahamut is important because he, for the, basically, the entirety of the Age of Myth, um, was basically Gorgomorka's, like, champion, his prized champion, and Gorgomorka liked to have him fight shit for funsies. Mm-hmm. But he, he, him and Gorgomorka shared a bunch of traits together. They were both big, they were both angry as fuck, and they both loved to crump. 
Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what he did with with um, with Gorka Morka. However, when Gorka Morka um, broke from the pantheon of order, at, like around the like the end of the Age of Myth, or the, or the beginning of Age of Chaos, one of the two. Somewhere, no, it was definitely Age of Myth, but like so he so Gorka Morka was like, go punch Sigmar in the face really fucking hard, and that's and, and that's gonna be my two week notice. So Bahamut did that, and Sigmar took exception to that. And Sigmar gave him a very, very long and very, very powerful power nap. So yeah, Sig- Sigmar beat the shit out of Bahamut, and he took nap. Concussion. And and, uh, and he took nap for a very long time. Would and you say that he napped for an entire age? Damn near. You see, he he did he did awake again. I believe it was during like the Age of Chaos, but he was asleep for like centuries. Yeah. Um. But basically, during the Age of Chaos, um, Ar- Archeon was on his bullshit about like capturing god beasts and making their whole like pantheon of chaos corrupted god beasts to do his bidding so Archeon was like i'm gonna go wake up bahamut and i'm gonna corrupt him for chaos and so it was a three-step plan the first step plan was he had to get to bahamut he was asleep underground so he had the skaven with their warp drills basically drilled down into him and like corrupt the land around him and corrupt him himself because you know warp stone drills and skaven chaos drilling into him the second part of his plan Pardon me. I'm dying currently. Second part of his plan is once uh, the Skaven got to him was to get to his body and start doing more chaos shit and doing the whole corruption bid and whatnot. And third plan was to put like an amulet around his neck, a big ass amulet around his neck of like Nurgle to like corrupt his soul. And he was also going to fill Bahamut's uh, mind with like corrupted half-truths about how his dad died. Um, and basically just, do, all of this was going to culminate until him so corrupting So Horus him. Basically, yeah. And okay, he was going to have a very big, angry god beast to do his bidding. Uh, so Sigmar knew this was happening and kind of took exception to that. And he was like, mm, that can't happen. So he sent storm, Stormcast Turtles. So I guess that must happen to Sigmar then. Yeah, no, I have my ages wrong. I apologize. He was, he was waking up Age of Sigmar because he sent the storm host there yeah. to, to deal with that. I apologize. But yeah, so he sends the Stormos down there to, to deal with that because obviously that would be a very bad fucking thing to happen. Um, Stormhost gets into some bullshit with Archeon and they're fighting and whatnot. Um, so while this is happening, uh, Bahamut starts waking up. Not like corrupted, he was waking up because he's, he's in lots of pain because he's getting drilled into. And there's also a bunch of fighting going on around him. So he wakes up and he kind of sees like the state of Gru at the moment. Because mm-hmm. when he went to sleep, Gru was like a paradise. Paradise world, like jungle and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He woke up to it being really fucked by chaos, and he was not happy. So he basically kind of starts roiding the fuck out. And so the storm host makes a split decision. They're like, "Well, we can't prevent him from being woken up and chaos corrupted now because he is awake. So now he has to die." So they try to do the exact same thing Sigmar did to his dad. And I forget what it's called, but it's I believe it's a it's a machine or a power or some sort that just like strikes strikes mega lightning into something and kills it which is how Sigmar murdered Yumnog. So they're trying to do that, but it's it's not very accurate, so it keeps missing him, and it's not working out. And the Stormhosts are now... Actually, they're hitting lots of Skaven, though. And the Stormhosts are now being uh, crumped by Chaos. They're getting they're being outnumbered, and shit's just overall like, not going very well. So, um, not looking good. Then the Selizant Prime shows up, and he's like, mm, it's time to fix this shit. So Selizant Prime shows up and basically channels like all of the super lightning into um, Galmaraz, Dahama, and just goes... Boink, and kind of <laughs> boops Bahamut in the head with it, and uh, he died. 
Yeah, he died. <laughs> That's basically what happens. He, uh, it's the kind of thing where there's not a whole lot of lore about him because he just was with Gorka and he was his champion and did a bunch of fighting and then he got knocked the fuck out and then he woke up and then he got murdered. They really did do him like that, didn't they? That's kind of what happened. Like, yeah, there's other things about it that we can get more into the nitty gritty about it later. But as far as like generalized lore, that's kind of what happened. So current status, dead as fuck. <laughs> I got it. Okay, I go to Big Daddy Bone Man himself now. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. Um, status? Scheming. Scheming. <laughs> Always scheming. How Always. varies each of you? Um, he's actually one of the best like schemers. <laughs> Out of the entire pantheon, though. My, right. how very zinch of you. I know. Um, oh, look he, at that zinch player talking about someone who likes to scheme. What do you know? Um, Shocking. He is a self-proclaimed ruling god of the realm of Shayish. No dur. He's not surprising there. The realm of death, and boy, he likes his death. Didn't he kill literally every other god of death? I'm pretty sure he killed majority of all the other gods of death. I'm not going to go over his appearance. appearance. He's a big skeleton guy with black armor. Get over it. Um, um, let's go straight to the Age of Myth. Um, so in the Age of Myth, this man was in charge of build, building pretty much all the cities. So he had his dead walkers. Um, and they would go and they would build a city. And after they got done building a city, they would leave. And then people that would roam, that were roaming the lands were like, that's a castle. That's nice. I'm going to settle there because that looks easily defendable. So this man built the mortal realms. Um, but in this process, this is where he gets his idea that um, he is the ruler of all souls he is supposed to he's like the person that's supposed to get all the souls when everybody dies um not only is he the the sole ruler of the realm of death but it was an agreement between the gods pretty much that he was going to get all the souls okay um and this is where he starts getting angry because in the age age of myth uh kind of going into the age of chaos as well the elves are like, hey, you see all these elven souls? Not yours. <laughs> I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like extenuating circumstances with that one. I'm just saying. Mortal souls. I'm just saying. To be his. Um, and, and even it's like the tree people still have souls. Alario keeps them stealing them back. Um, Sigmar. The Stormcast of fucking Eternals. Yeah. Stormcast. Sigmar was so audacious. Auda- the audacity of this man. The stole li- the lie of the, the witch and the, the audacity, audacity of this, this bitch. This man would be stealing souls from Shayish <laughs> to create. Because he's like, damn, that's a good fighter in Shayish. Yoink. Yoink. <laughs> Nagash, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> and so this is when Nagash gets really angry. Um, Isn't he pissed at Chaos too? Because Chaos will like steal the souls of people that they make their champions and shit like that. Or uh, not like, only that, but um, they kind of been crumping his realm. They won't leave the yeah. fuck alone. Chaos also kind of likes to just go fuck with Shayish. Well, the reason why Chaos wanted Shayish was because, hey, souls. when you die, you're going to Chaos. That's really about it. Because all souls go to Shayish. Yeah. So. If you kill, Death if magic. you if if you take over the Roma Shayish, you have, you have you there's no hope. Yeah. There's no hope. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're fucked. Yeah, um, Age of Chaos. Um, there's a lot of battles here. 
But I'm just going to state, he fought a lot of battles. He fought Sigmar. Yeah, I would say the only person who was as active as, as Sigmar in the Age of Chaos would probably have been Nagash. Um, he also died in the Age of Chaos. Nagash did? Yeah. Well, uh, okay, he died quote, or his av- or one of his like avatars died. Um, this is what it states. With Nagash dead... Wait a minute. Yeah, no. Um, in the Battle of Black Skies, I believe he died. Did Archon kill him? You know, I don't know. It's just chaos. I feel like it was. Because Archon fucking killed everybody. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a rite of passage. But his, 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 uh, you haven't been killed by Archeon yet. You're not important enough. His mor- his Mortarks um, gathered his body. Hence Nagash, the Undying King. Hence the name. Can't really die. He just comes back. Um... Took him to the city, uh, because this is on the Gashazar, um, which is the center of Shaiish. They took him to the secret city of Stygax? Stygax? S-T-Y-G-X-X. How the hell are you supposed to pronounce that? Stygax? Stygax. S-T-Y. It's it, it's the fucking river Sticks, Sticks with extra Sticks. steps. Like, Sticks. So they stick it. Sticks. G-Dubs. G-Dubs, what the fuck you doing? Sticks, it's yeah. obviously the river Sticks with extra steps. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's where he came back. Um, during this entire process... Uh, oh, by the way, to get back at all the Chaos Gods, going backtracking it back a bit to the, uh, the Age of Myth, he tasked Archeon... No, Archean. Archean. Archean the Black. Archean the Black... To gather all the realm stone? Yes, realm stone. And bring it to the center of Nagashasar so he can turn it to shade glass and do magic stuff with that and claim the entire. Be, claim the ruler of all realms. Pretty much kill everybody and. Hey, I got everybody's souls type of thing. <laughs> um, it's cool, he's just trying to murder everyone. No big deal. Um, and it was. At the beginning of the Age of Sigmar, that Arkan. 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 Not Arkan. 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 Um, can do this. Like, it's not my can, it's Arkan. Okay, Arkan. Um, our can. There you go. Damn <laughs> it. Um, I will fucking stab you. <laughs> Please do it in my suffering um, upon this mortal so coil. here I come. He was able to. Com- Arcan was able to complete this task because he was instead of it wasn't him that grabbed every single bit of like sand that was had realmstone, it was the hordes of skeletons and the zombies. So just like, can you imagine like two zombies walking along the beach having a great time? Just look down and go, boop boop, picked up sand. It's, it's like they just turn around and go, time to go back. <laughs> <laughs> a single grain. And it was supposed to be minute things at a time so nobody noticed and when the gods actually noticed what was going on it was too late to do anything about it but the chaos gods were like i'm gonna send some skaven over there low rats oh this is necroquakes yes this, this okay, is how the yeah, necroquakes yeah because the skaven fucked it up because the skaven fucked everything up um so something was happening um so the ritual was going wrong but nagash jumped into the ritual to try to get as much of the death magic as he possibly could and before he was, it was too much. He got out, and then the necroquake happened. Yeah, because the Skaven being like, like, like the presence of chaos, like supercharged it and made it a lot stronger yeah. than it was supposed to be. Yeah, and then that's when we have the night haunt come out, where all the dead rise. That's why we have endless spells and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's because of Nagash. Woo. Yeah. 
And that's pretty much the end of that. Um, fun fact, um, I'm going to go over his aspects because he has a fair amount of them. He has Ball Nagash, the black child. Um, and I'm just going to be reading this from Lexicanum because they're just short descriptions. Yeah. A kind, nurturing aspect of Nagash who soothes the dying in their last moments. That's nice. Still, for, feel like still betrayed Sigmar. Feel like it's feel like it's kind of a lie though, because Nagash is kind of a dick. Black priest. Mm-hmm. The 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 aspect of Nagash who gives secure, um, pretty much gives solace to those whose deaths were are too painful to to like bear. Mm-hmm. He like he like breaks their soul. It's so it's so it's so painful, but he like helps them like helps that not happen. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's neat. Um, Nagash Moore, the Reaper King. The, an aspect that is calm and silent, he weighs the hearts of dead souls against a feather. Huh, gee, I wonder where that's from. This aspect is also the defender of the dead and living both, taking to the field a battle to defend people in the forgotten corners of Shaiish. And what's that form called again? Nagashmore, the Reaper King. Okay, that is it. So he, so he, he, he does the weighing and the fighting? Yes. Cool. All right. Uh, the forlorn child. This aspect brings peace to those who die before their all- allotted time. Hmm. The undying king. How you imagine a gash to look? Bone daddy. And that's this is the guy that it, this is what they have for the description of the undying king. Um, one of the most popular aspects of Nagash and one of the most warlike. It is said that he leads 999 legions of war and walks in every, in every man's shadow and wades in every man's blood. That's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, 999 legions? He's pretty zingy. Yeah, that, that's pretty zingy, that's my pretty friend. That's pretty fucking zingy. The man schemes. Joke, it's been zingy the whole time. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. He does like playing his game. Um, it's also the aspect that seeks to scour Shayish clean or score Shayish clean a false life. He's false n- life, like he's he, he's not the most caring. This is the this less caring aspect, but all of his other aspects are like, I got you, baby. Don't worry about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay that you were brutally murdered by twelve men, like slowly stabbing you to death with spoons. But how'd you die? My throat got gouged out by a head of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a job for the gash. Yeah. Isn't there one called like like Patra and the Gash or something like that? Um no, those these are his other names. I'll go I'll go over his names. Um you got Erdeth. Alright. Well these are his titles. Erdeth, the Great Necromancer, the Undying King, the Black Harvester, Reaper Lord. Elder Bones. Elder Bones. Elder Bone. The Grave God. Tyrant of Bones. Patir Nagash. Or Patir. Pa- it's Patra or P- P- Patra, right? Pa- it, it means dad in another language. Pater. 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 Because that's that's the same title in 40k for a priest is Pater. But it means father, doesn't it? Yeah, it's basically a bastardization of Padre. Yeah. So yeah. It's father Nagash. It, it, right. it might actually be like Italian or something. I'm not I sure. Think, I'm only familiar with Spanish and English, and I'm not that familiar with Spanish or I English. Think, <laughs> I think Elder Bones is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Elder, Elder Bones. Bones. 
I like to leave off the S. There's a sex zone in there somewhere. Gonna get the elder bone. Ha ha! Hey, dangly parts. And now dangly bits. This is the end of the long part of the episode. Quickly, go over the other gods that we apparently. So, Ur Phoenix. The Ur Phoenix. It's a phoenix next. Basically, it's the father of all phoenixes, and it is in fact served by the members of the Phoenix Temple. I'm going to. It also lives in the Heesh. Yes, it's from Heesh, and it is resurrected every time it dies in a very specific crystallized valley in Heesh. You mean to tell me that the phoenix resurrects itself? <gasps> I know. It's amazing. Congratulations. You now know everything you need to know about the Earth Phoenix. Greesh. Moving on. Uh, the six myths. So this one is a little important. So the six myths are demi- the storm cast. They are uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're 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 um, dwarven demigods, signs of Grungi. They're the kind of the ones that per, that preside over the um, stormcast. Like Grungi's not around anymore; he's off doing Grungi things. Um, they're the ones that make the weapons, make the armor. They uh, they watch over the Sigmar. Give, give me a second. Sigmarobulum. There we go. That one. The Sigmarobulum. Sigmar thing. I would have died trying to say that. Sigmarobulum. And if I remember correctly, the Sigmarobulum, those are the rings, right? Yeah, that's basically the iron ring around yeah, uh, so, uh, so Malice. They're the, Malice? The, so Mal? Malice. Yeah. Malice. They're the ones who, whenever a Stormcast dies, they're the ones that are responsible for reforging them. They're the ones who re- that, that, that repair or repair their armor if it's damaged or reshape it into, a, into something new for a new Stormcast should that need be. Uh, and they are also part of the thrice blessing process on the on Stormcast Eternals because all Stormcast are thrice yeah, blessed. Armor. Well, their armor, their armor, yeah, like their armor. Their first blessing is when they, is when they pound Sigmar's name into the armor and then sand it down smooth. Uh, the second one is is um, runes and dwarven runes and shit like that that are inscribed for protection. And the third the the third um, blessing, which is my favorite, is one of the sixes. Go mm, wipe sweat off hand, flick it on armor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The sweat, the, the sweat, sweat of, of their brow. brow. They, basically, as they're hammering, as they're working this armor, them sweating profusely is is, is a blessing, which is kind of nasty. I love that. Why well, just? I feel like all I could just see all Stormcast Colonel just smelling like dank, dirty armpit dwarves now. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Look at these wonderful beings of sin. <laughs> <laughs> just lightning bolt from the sky, big explosion, demons cowering in fear. Who smells gym shorts? <laughs> Nurgle, was, N- Nurgle accidentally mistaking Stormcast Eternals for one of his legions. Oh, hello there, gentlemen. Oh, wait a second, what the fuck? Um, you smell like one of us, but you do not look like one of us. Right? No, I I kind of consider they're like the sons of Grungi. They're the sons of Grungi. They're, they're the ones who are personally trained by him to basically do his job. And they are demigods, point blank. Um, and actually, speaking of which, so learning about them, I actually learned something cool about Stormcast weapons specifically. Each type of Stormcast I weapon... I am sure, I'm sure you did, <laughs> but I don't think they do, so shut the fuck up! In case you're wondering, Philip is a cunt. Um, yeah. Whenever they make the Stormcast weapons, each uh, the, each weapon, like, like a sword or a hammer or whatever type of weapon it is, it is it takes on like the aspect of one of these sentient tempests in Azir. So like, the tempest... That's like very blunt and unrelenting is the one that it is the one that the hammer is basically based off of it. It's basically like a piece of that um, storm is in the weapon itself, and that's kind of how they shape the weapons. And they and they have a piece of and they have a piece of that storm's power, which is why stormcast weapons are so are, are so much stronger than any weapon realistically should be. 
and they're the ones who make all that. And it's super neat. There's a reason why every time you get hit by a Stormcast Eternal's hammer, there's a thunder crack and a bolt of lightning, because guess what? It's the fury of the storm. Basically. Uh, and I know the names of one of them, and it's Ung. O-N-G. Ung. Which is Kozalid for one. Wonderful. <laughs> and that's it. We don't know a whole, whole lot. I'll be doing some more research later to kind of dig, dig a little deeper, see if I can find anything else interesting. But uh, that's basically the important shit that we know. And um, as far as dwarves go, there's a couple other ones in the Pantheon, like Valea and a couple of them I can't quite remember, but they're not really... They're not. They're really not big in the lore at the moment. Like Sikandum has one line. <laughs> they might be. They might be coming soon. They might not. I know Grungi might be trying to bring Valaya back. So if any more lore for them comes out that is prominent, we will go over it then. But I'm not really going to waste the time right now because once again, this is a vague run through for now, and they're just really not that important at the moment. Yeah. And the the other the other important thing to know if any of y'all any of y'all are sitting out there scratching your head, going, "This seems like it's really short," especially compared to like. 40k lore keep in mind that uh age of sigmar has been out for approximately six years well 40k has been out since 1982 i think uh if we're not counting rogue trader yeah i think it's the no, 80s. i think to- no, yeah, like, tabletop's been out since 82 i think and rogue yeah. trader was i think 80 maybe yeah, something like that yeah 40k has been around a lot longer and there is so much more lore realistically the, the amount of lore that we have for aos now given the game's only like six years old it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an- another important thing to note is that we would have more lore to go over if, you know, Games Workshop it. hadn't decided to nuke their own IP. Hashtag rest in peace. Uh, Warhammer Fantasy. I still got another god. Yeah. It so doesn't matter. That's about the six minutes <laughs> He really doesn't. His, so his now time. we're going to go over to Alario's booty call. I mean, Kurnoff. Kurnoff. Um, Kurnoff. There we go. The booty man himself. I'm literally just going to state he was the guy, he was the hunter god. He threw a L'Oreal dick, end quote. <laughs> um, and died in the Age of Chaos. That's literally all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, yeah. He, he he was, uh, fuck, what's Roma Life's name again? Oh, uh, G- G- Giron? Giron? God, I think that's right. Yeah, he was like the god of Giron before Alariel woke up and was like, haha, I'm stronger, this bitch mine. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, okay, this, this this is actually quite interesting. So when Alariel got to that realm and saw this god, she defeated him, flayed him, flayed him, and extracted a seed out of him, <laughs> and then planted that said seed, and that's what became the god. Why did she flay him? Why was she so mad? Don't waste good meat. <laughs> Why did she fight him in the first place? Because that was it was a very angry god. Oh, he yeah. was mad as fuck. Yes. He was kind of, he was kind of a dick and then he became the dick. He was kind of a dick and then he gave the dick. Exactly. Cool. Well, um yeah, I think that about sums up the rest of the gods from the not dickhead pantheon IE Chaos. So we're going to go ahead and cut it off here. And we, our next episode, do we want to call it episode four, part three, or just episode five? Because we oh, are still technically going it, over gods. No, we're, we're going straight to chaos. It's going to be episode five. Yeah, and five might be a two-parter because there five is... Five might be a three-parter. There is so much to talk about when it comes think, to chaos I gods. I think we're going to start next. with, like, we're going to go, like, episode one, then, or part one, part three, part two, just to be chaotic. <laughs> I, like nice. your, I like your funny words, words Magic Man. man. Uh, but yeah, so Chaos Gods will be the next one we're going over. It's going to be a lot to cover. Even being vague, it's going to be a lot to cover because realistically, a lot of the lore that is important in Chaos Gods not only happened in AOS, but also happened in Fantasy. So we might end up having to go over a bunch of that happened in Fantasy yeah, because you, they are the dude, same gods. There was no like, oh yeah, the world blew up and we had amnesia or we changed form. The Chaos Gods won. 
in fantasy. So there's lots of shit that they did then that might still be important now in AOS. Yeah, mostly having to do with, especially like Slanesh, because Slanesh got her his its ultimate victory at the end of fantasy. So like we kind of the, have to talk about the reason why for that. Sl- the reason why Slanesh got captured is because of shit that he did in fantasy. Just yeah. imagine eating a ten pound brisket. And then, and, fi- and then having to fight like Mike Tyson. <laughs> but uh, four of them. <laughs> I wouldn't say Mike Tyson, but trying to defend yourself from like five-year-olds. It's not happening. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so we'll, we'll, probably, we'll probably break down the gods. And then we'll probably do the characters because there are three or there are three or four chaos characters that are very important. Premier one being Archeon, and he is 100% from fantasy, and he came over to AOS. So yeah, yeah. there's going to be a lot of shit we're going to be going over, so don't be surprised if not only do all three of these episodes run for a long-ass time, there's probably going to be more than two. Yeah. You uh, know what we should do just to be, like, super extra? Is, like, we need to take, we all need to, like, take a Saturday off and then come over here and then just record for, like, eight hours straight and just record, like, everything at once, then split it up into multiple different sections, and then just jumble the entire sections around. Please and then don't. release those as all separate episodes, and be like, all right, now you get to figure out which one's first. The next episode's actually episode 34, that's what we're labeling it. Episode 3, the last part is going to be episode 5, the first part is going to be episode 33, and the second part is going to be episode 98. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's technically the end of the episode, but I would like to state, um, want to talk about our hobby stance, because this is also our hobby yeah, I mean, that is very fair. Um, so, I guess at this point, if y'all want to tune out here, this is going to be the end of the lore section. I think we're going to spend the next little bit of time just kind of bullshitting around. If you want to hear about the about reason stuff. why we can't keep money in our wallets, this would be, this would be the time. Yeah, yeah because, oh, 100%. Um, well, especially so. with the Escalation League that starts next week. Oh, God, is that... Oh, fuck, I gotta paint. I gotta fuck! Get, I, have lizards to, I have lizards to build. Yeah, I was about to say, you have lizards paint. to build. Build, not even painting. I know. I only got the green on some of these guys, and I got. I'm gonna like. I'm, I'm gone for the weekend. I, honestly, God, I might just like slap blue on all of my lizards, call it painted, and then just fucking scrub the color Wait, off. Done. I have important news no that seriously already knows about, but Mitchell, I got the Celestine Prime. Nope. I saw that box at the listen store, to, and I was like, this. I wonder if Philip. Oh, yeah, so, so Jay was gonna give. He said, "Hey, I'll give this to you twenty percent off." And Phil's like, "But I have the nice like the discount, so that's 15. So Jay's like, "My bad, I'll give it to you twenty percent off." So we got eighty dollar model, an eighty dollar model for sixty bucks. No, uh, not sixty. It was more than that because it's remember twenty percent. But yeah, it Roughly. was like it was something like sixteen dollars off. Does Jay just want to see it built? I think he really does. I'm gonna be honest. Also, it's because like literally, so it, it, it was in one of those. Um, Jay white... is the guy who runs our who runs our game store. In case yeah. you're wondering. Yeah, no, we're not like going to like the local back store, back alley drug dealer and getting our models. Um... To be fair, <laughs> if I got them for cheaper, I'd probably do that. <laughs> What's Reddit. a kidney amongst friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I want to take a piece of my liver because it regrows. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean. Kind of. I only, my liver is worthless. At listen, the I only <laughs> need fucked. I only need one eye and one testicle to be like useful. Uh, I mean, one yeah, eye, I one testicle, half a liver, hey, and one kidney. Can I also look? half a lo- or one lung? So that'll well. give oh, me and so then like half my stomach. You so just, like, realistically, that would probably that probably get us like what about a fifth a fifth forty k army. 
<laughs> exactly. Ah, that'll get you like 200 points. So I saw, I mean, before we continue real quick, I saw a meme. It's about Henry Cavill and him like doing the season two of The Witcher on Netflix. Uh-huh. Oh, they're like, they're, season two? They're like, yeah, so Henry Cavill's getting paid like $400,000 an episode for season two. Holy so, shit. So like, it's cool because now he can finally afford to have a second Warhammer army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he has like the cheapest Warhammer army known to man right now. I don't know, man. For a custodian, he's got to buy a bunch of Forge World shit. No, I mean, no, 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 no. It just looks nice. Yeah. Brother Dreadnought is terrifying. And it, it, it is, is but you don't need it. But it's nice to have. I'm just saying that Custody Guard, like like their troop choice, yeah. they get Storm Shields. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then like all of their infantry have OBSEC. Yeah. Think. Yeah, it's disgusting. And they all have like a four-up uh, a four up uh, invuln. They, they all they all naturally have a five-up invuln. Five-up, that's what But then is. they have something in their rule which makes it a four-up. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like if their sergeant takes a certain piece of equipment, it becomes a four-up. Then I, I think if they have their shields, again, they get a three-up. Ah, I'm or not sure it sucks that much, like but yeah, that. it's something disgusting. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's like, we I got things building. What, what, what? Clearly, Philip is playing Stormcast Eternals. Yes. I am playing Seraphim. I eat lizard boys. Mm-hmm. So for and those I'm of... playing cruel boys with my boy, Kragmoss. Nice. So yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, Me and Mitchell are... actually uh, or- helps organize a bunch of Warhammer uh, leagues. We, call, we just call them leagues because they're not true tournaments. They're not truly They're based over a period of time. The Escalation League is going to be one game. Yeah, every, they're, Mitchell they're, organizes they're, there's a no bunch of them. or anything. At least not yet. Yeah, for, for the, uh, the, the Sigma one, so we just wrapped up our 40k one. Uh, which was a lot of fun. We had a lot of new players come out and learn the game, and got a lot of new people interested in 40k. Real quick, Mitchell, did you uh, in the Warhammer League? Did you go two two and one? Two win, two loss, one win. Um, so three. See, and one? I lost my first game. I technically tied my second game, but I'm going to classify that myself as a win mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because I was that was the end of turn two. My gosh, those turn took forever. Um, oh yeah. That, so there was, speaking of new players, there was a, a new player who was still learning the rules who he took basically an hour to an hour and a half per phase. So that was Some, a long game. Sometimes that's just how it be. These phases, it really is. 40k man goes for good uh, Especially the shooting phase. Those oh turn, god. like, good god. Yeah, yeah, and then I beat Admec Dude. Tristan. Yeah, I just didn't want to say names. <laughs> no, my Remember, this is going out to a bunch of random people. Love y'all, but we don't know you, to be fair. Um, um, and then I lost to David, and then me and you classified it as a tie. Yeah, that was a rough game for both of us. We were not having the so, greatest so days. Did, so did you go through, so are you saying three wins, one loss, one tie, or? I think it was. Technically it's two, two, and one, isn't it? It's two, 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 and one. Yeah. Two I, wins, yeah. two ties, two, or one loss, technically. Something like that. I don't know. Somebody's gonna rewind no, this no, shit. No, 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 no. It it's two losses, one win, two ties. Um, I went two. I went two wins, two losses, and one tie. <laughs> Mitchell, I went zero and five. Jeez. Yeah. No, I lost. I lost all five. No, because um, my fists have no love. <laughs> you mean my dice luck? For those of you who don't know, I played. Two other people in our league who were like, I have notoriously bad dice luck. And then I played them and they were like, Jesus Christ, I didn't think anybody could have worse dice luck than me. Because, like, it's not like, oh, yeah, this guy rolls, like, 26s out of, like, 22, or uh, 21s out of 22 shots. No, my luck is like, oh, cool, you have a captain standing nearby? Cool, you're going to roll straight twos for 18 of your 20 shots. 
oh, by the way, those exploding sixes you get for being an Imperial Fist with bolt weapons, yeah, you're going to get six sixes the entire game in the shooting phase. Yeah. And it's like, mm. me, me and Mitchell have taken this boy's dice and done the whole like saltwater test to see what these dice are predispositioned to roll towards. And of the majority of his dice, of his dice, like about 75% were, dis- were predispositioned to roll one or twos. Yeah. And me and Mitchell are sitting here just like, God, are you we there? Need, we need to buy this man a new set of dice. We yeah. really do. Because you've done that for, what, two sets of dice now? And both of both of the times that they've been like that? Yeah, it, they've been pretty fucking trash. Yeah. But no, like, I'm not, like, fucking with my dice or anything. I'm not throwing them in microwaves. No, like, straight up, I just buy a set of dice, play with them. Well, and, like, the first I'm, couple games, I'm they're like, see we'll roll statistically I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can swing getting you at least two sets of those metal die. Cause, but here's oh, why. I hate those metal die. But here's, but here's why. The, 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 the Chessic ones are nice. The though. metal, the dice that you buy never roll well for you, right? Yeah. I've bought myself all those metal die, and they roll average or good. Well, I bought myself a lot of yellow dice from Chessics. And they yeah. They're all so, nice. So I, I honestly God, I, I I've hated on Chessex before, but like honest to God, like they're not bad. All I'm saying, the, those members that I got, they're nice. I don't know why I hate them. They're Would bad. you like to turn my bicycle? They're, they're pretty fucking nice. <laughs> Fuck your bicycle dice, dude. <laughs> I, I oh my hate god, there, there was the dice. demon dice. We found that one random green D6 that was like, Do you want to see 10, 10 rolls of six back to back to back to back oh, to yeah. back to back? No, we were hanging out at Circe's place one night and we were just like, Oh, here's some random dice we found his cat playing with and we rolled it and it rolled a six. And we were like, Oh, that's neat. And then we kept rolling and we rolled like five sixes back to back no, to back. We, me and Mitchell rolled 12 rolls of that dice. Half of those, so six of the twelve were five or sixes, and then the other half were four, three, twos, or ones, which is fucking insane. You mean eight of them? No, six. No, half, half were five or six, and then half, and then and then other half were. But of, 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 the, of the other half, none of them were ones. Almost all of them were fours. I think we had to roll um, like twenty-five times before to get we got a, a one before we got a one. Yeah, I walked over and I was like, what are y'all guys doing over here? And they were like, oh yeah, here's this like amazing luck dice. And I was like, bullshit, rolled a five. And I was like, oh shit, maybe that does have good luck. <laughs> when when Phil rolls the five or six, that dice has been thrice blessed. <laughs> it really has, though. But no, um, so that's currently what I'm working on in Age of Sigmar is I have to... Oh, and I still have the, rem- the remnants of that um, Vanguard start collecting Stormcast box to build. So I built, oh, yeah. I built, I built the, uh, the Lord out of it and I built... The uh, oh, I'm gonna forget what they're called now. The the guys who have like the bolt crossbow yeah, the pistol Vanguard. things. Yeah, that's the Vanguard guys. Yeah. Uh, and then I still have. I think I still have the. I built I built the Griffhounds out of that box, and but I think I still have the cavalry unit in there. And then I of course have built all of my Dominion models. Which oh my god, if y'all haven't looked at the Dominion they're box, nice. the models in there are they're pretty nice. fucking. Nice. And you can get them for cheap now. I know they really can. Yeah. Our, our store is selling them for 150 bucks on eBay. Yeah, no. Aren't they two fifty? No, they're two hundred. But Jay is trying to get those out because yeah. he yeah. he is like yeah like they've been sitting here for months now, and we we're just trying to get them out. So like he yeah, he he was literally uh, talking to me, and he was like, hey, if you can find someone else to split this Dominion box with, like I will give you a juicy discount. And I, was I like, just need mm. these things gone. Yeah, I, I was I was pretty I was pretty heavily debating it. Hey, Mitchell, you want another Dominion? <laughs> you want, yeah. Do you want the cruel boys half, and I can take it to the Stormcast? <laughs> no, I want more Stormcast. I think I'll sell you Drast online. I just want the rest of the Stormcast because oh my god, those annihilators are I good. I really don't need any more. <laughs> the annihilators are they are they in squads of three or six? Uh, so or three, six, or nine. They're three squads of three. So they can, but they, they can be reinforced once. Oh. No, 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 they're not battle line. Oh, only once. Yeah. And even a six man squad of those would be kind of well, juicy. Dude, yeah. yeah, I think James should. Uh, James should um, 
get a Dominion box and like s- split because my gems. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, because I he, know he really likes Lord of the Ring orcs, but if he wants to be able to play these games with us, he can paint them up gray. Yeah. And they, and look, the other, they don't look bad. Gray. And the other thing about it is that um, the orcs, uh, or not the orcs, the uh, the rule set for Sigmar is a lot more simple than 40k. Because that was kind of his thing about 40k. Is he was like, that is a lot of rules that I have to learn. And he was kind of like, oh, that's the I. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll take a rain check on that one. But Sigmar is really stripped down. Like you can basically print all the rules you need on a on a on two sides of an eight by eleven sheet of paper. But yeah, so so Phil's running Stormcast. I'm and, doing, I, and I will be doing the the OG Golden Boys, the the the, 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 the hammers, the, the, hammers, the, the, hammers, the, the iconic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I like my character models, and there's only one character model that isn't the uh, hammers of Sigmar. I'm doing, I need to get my hands on the uh, Underworld set for them uh, as well. I'm doing um, Lizards. I'm, I'm actually going to be... Yeah, I, I'm wanting to run Thunder Shoot. Lizards nope. because I like making um, Dinosaur my battle line. Yes. I cannot get over that the, that, the, um, that the Stegodons can be battle line if you're in Thunder Lizards. And that's just fucking hilarious. But yeah, no, I, I, I have Croak as well. I, I'm basically going to be... I, I'm playing with the list. I'm not super well-versed in AOS tabletop. What I'm thinking of doing is just... Thunder Lizards, so I have big Lizards, and then I have magic casting skinks. Is <laughs> basically what I'm going to be doing. At least I don't know what I'm thinking of doing, and I'm going to see how that plays out. Come on and slam! All I'm saying is, like, I'm just going to have, like, five Stegodons that battle line and be like, bring it, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, I'm doing Cruel Boys, yay. <laughs> when am I going to start playing with your snake ladies? I want to finish painting Cruel Boys because that was very much of an impulse buy, but I chose them for my, um... Yes, Galatian. Yeah, because I had Kragnos as well, I and I really I don't need to buy anything else. I want to buy the big Birdman, and the boss and the Trogoth, and maybe some more hackers like um, Gut Rippers. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, that, other than that, I'm just like I'm done. Like that that's my entire army, and I'm done. I'm thinking but, what I'm I'm thinking. So so your two armies, are Cruel Boys and Darzakain, yeah. Phil, yours are Stormcast, and then and then um. Demon or Slanesh. Yeah, so Slanesh is going to be my hybrid army because I'm right now. So I, I bought all that um, Sisters and Drukari stuff from Piety and Pain. Uh, but I just recently cut a deal where uh, I'm trading Drukari for magic. Yeah. Uh, because apparently I enjoy having no money or and no life whatsoever. Hey, don't worry. I'm getting back into magic too. Yeah. Hey, oh. <laughs> now I can beat both of your asses at magic. Hey, you want to do, do a 2v1 where we just kick his ass? I need to build my competitive. I need to build my competitive angel commander deck. Yeah. Wait. Uh. What, what's um the 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 uh, Kalia? Is she an angel? No. What is she? A human cleric. Really? Yeah. But doesn't she have flying? Is this the black, yeah. red, and white human cleric? That's a the Mardu the, the, the three drop. The Mardu the no. So Kalia, at least old Kalia, or as I call her, good Kalia. Uh, she's a four drop. She's Mardu, so she's red, black, and. Uh, white and one colorless, and she is a cleric. I a really cleric. I really thought about putting her as my commander and yeah. just like doing just some, so you could free drop angels <laughs> and just throw some angels in there. If you want to do Mardu angels, talk to Taryn because he did Mardu angels and he did Tar. I think her name was Tariel. Yeah, and she he did red, white, black angels, and they were um pretty fucking spooky. Yeah, and throw in some like just humans in there. Yeah, well, some some humans have good synergy. The angels just depend on what. Off you go, I'm pretty sure that was the recliner. 
Yeah, it is the recliner. Dude, they they they're they know how to whack that. Dude, recliner. those cats are going full crack. But also, I swear. not only um do we do H Sigmar, but we, we do forty K as well. We do forty yeah. K. I was also oh. gonna talk about Outward Realms. Real quick though, um for my Age of Sigmar, man, like okay, so I already have an army for order. And I kinda don't want to get another army for order. Like I kinda wanna branch out and do like maybe the um Oh, the the ghouls. What are they calling the ghouls these days? Uh, the flesh, the flesh eater courts. Yeah, the flesh eater courts. Like, oh my god, those look so good. What are the are, are the deepkin part of order? Because that's my second yes. army is is eating the deepkin. Yes. I don't they think are. they're part. Oh of yeah, order. they are. They are, are part they? of order. Yeah, but they're like fucking evil. <laughs> well, technically, I actually have three armies because I have that night haunt box that apparently I'm not selling and I'm giving to your cousin the paint for me. Yeah. So technically, yes, you're gonna have three armies but no um my thing is that I, I i really want to try and splurge out and or not splurge out uh diversify my army collection but realistically like i just love how the sylvaneth look like i i cannot lie them sylvaneth got me got me thinking got, funny got me fucked up <laughs> but yeah no so we do that we also do 40k um and um we got into 40k first actually so we all have a decent bit of armies like i have i think i have five 40k armies um i, I run jesus really Salamanders for Space Marines, yeah. and then I ha- and then I'll have my have my Nids to build, and then, oh, I, and yeah. then I have my Chaos to build. Oh yeah, have, Chaos Space Marines. Yeah, and I have my CSMs, and then I have my um, custod- custodies to build. Oh yeah, that's right. And I have and I have my Corn Demons. <laughs> oh god, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so much. Well, wow, this man's up there with me because I have uh, Thousand Sons. I have my Thousand Sons. T boys. I have my Gene Stealer Colt. I have my Necrons. I technically have my Space Marines. I may or may not be selling those. I want I want your Redemptor. Is that all I've got? Let me open up my door. No. Oh, I got my Titan. Hmm? I got my Titan. Oh, that's right. He has a Titan. He got that Warhound for, for like $200. 200 yeah. yeah. Freaking steel. Um, Is that all I have for 40k? Uh, I guess your Titan would be part, would be, could just be shoehorned into him. Um, Basically, any imperial. Would it have to be Admech? Could it be any imperial? No, it's any imperial army. You actually don't get, as far as I'm aware, you don't get benefits for running Titans with anyone. And, which is stupid because realistically, Titans are like Admech specific, whatever. And then Phil, you have three or three forty k armies. Well, not I, you? I, oh, well, I've considered selling my Space Marine army. Um, I well, want uh, your Redemptor Dreadnought. Uh, me and Phil will be fighting over your Redemptor Dreadnought. No, I I need that for my IFAS list. Listen, make it competitive. I, I, Stop I, that. I want to have three Redemptor Dreadnoughts so I can run my Primaris Tech Marine as uh, as my Warlord and just have a bunch of Redemptor Dreadnoughts that have plus one strength and plus one attack characteristics yeah. so I can punch people with a strength 16 weapon. Let me open up my closet to make sure. Oh, God. Uh, but, Phil, you... Technically, as of right now, you have five armies, too, because you have Space Marines, Slanesh, yeah. Sisters, yeah. Admech, and Drukhari. Yeah. And then it, oh, you could actually. How could I forget my Chaos Space Marines that I have for my Crusade? Hey, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you have like, what, a thousand points of them? Um, yes. And I'm thinking about what if I actually sell my Space Marines, just go get more Chaos Space Marines and actually paint it up as the Scourge well, because I really enjoy that. Painting. We can yeah. CSM together because I'm going to be painting mine as um, World Eaters. Or World Eaters slash. Just a random ass world war eaters or word bearers. World eaters. Then you definitely cannot play with Mitchell because Mitchell's a hard zeech. Well, no, I'm just saying we can CSM together. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But no, um, oh, don't give me that look. But no, uh, so 
if you actually want to be technical, technically you could say that I have six armies because Mitchell a while back got me a bunch of uh, Imperial Knights for dirt cheap. Oh, yeah, credit. yeah, technically. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I need to paint those guys up. Uh, actually, Jay said he would help me. Um, he would show me how to do all the armor paneling correctly. Oh, nice. So all these yeah. conversations aside, we are very heavy in the 40K, and we're just now starting to get into AOS. Yeah, literally, uh, Mitchell and I, our first foray into Sigmar, other than just being like, oh, yeah, Sigmar's a thing. <laughs> Was we Dominion. bought Dominion? Yeah, we bought Dominion because our local store guy Jay was like, "Hey, come get Dominion." Like y'all have said, you're kind of interested in it, but you don't really like know where to get started. They're going right into third edition right now. Dominion it's has a, a core rule. It's book. a great fucking time to get. Yeah, and so yeah, he was like, "Yeah, like just get this stuff and start learning." And we were like, "That sounds dope." And now, ironic. And here's the funny part: so we're all just kind of starting to get into, into AOS. We're all getting pretty pumped about it. But then this third game came along that me, that me, Mitchell, and I'm pretty sure Phil are pretty excited about. Dude, I, I hated that first game so much. I was because I was beating your ass like a bongo drum. <laughs> I bought my first box of space frogs. Hey. Oh god, did you? Yeah. Okay, can I buy Space Frogs? Where do you get them? Um, backer Kit. Backer Kit? Okay, it, is it, uh, it's Kickstarter. Web? It's Kickstarter? It's, it's, it's kind of Kickstarter, but um, they already are in production. And they... Send me a link like, to where I can go to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, for those of you who it's don't speak Crackhead... Outward Realms is the game we're talking about. Yeah, we're currently talking about Outward Realms. It's a game that's still currently under development, but it has a lot of promise. It's really, really cool. Um, really and... fun. Oh, yeah, super Models fun. are... Oh, yeah. models are so, so good. It's still, it is a tabletop game, but it's uh, it's going to be, I think as of right now, it's just going to be resin. It's not released yet. It'll be re- releasing, I think, next year, right? Yeah. I think. Be- beginning of next year. Beginning yeah. of next year. So soon. It's coming out Quar- soon. Quarter one, quarter two, thereabouts. So it's going to be resin. Sure. The cool thing is that the resin, the parts are going to come in. I pre-scrubbed. They're pre-scrubbed and pre-built. Which is no, 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 no. No, that's right. They're not pre-built, but they are pre-scrubbed, pre-trimmed. Which is a big thing because I fucking I believe hate. So. I hate. I know they're pre-scrubbed. Scrub. I yeah. hate having to scrub resin. But no. So right now, there's four factions. It's like uh, uh, Charles with his Malkador uh, tank. Oh yeah, yeah, from yeah. George World. Like they just could not get the the release agent off of that. And they could not get paint to stick to it. Such a whore. Anyway. Yeah, the, 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 having to scrub. That's why I haven't started building my Breath Ash yet, because I have to scrub it. And I'm like, maybe I'll just wait until John is painting again, and then have him do all of the work, and I'll just give him money. <laughs> but, um, but no, so there's four facts right now, and I'm not telling you the names. I'm just telling you my names for them, which is Evil Robots, Space Frogs, Humans, and uh, Tyranids. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, no, no backyard insects. Backyard insects, really angry fire ants. Really, um, not inaccurate. I made the joke that they're aggressive Venus flytraps because <laughs> that's what they look like. <laughs> they really do, though. But no, yeah, if, but if they run off a of diesel, if you, if you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna know a little more about it, the game's Outward Realms. Um, please. By all means, look into they, it. If y'all interested in it, uh, shoot one of us a message, or just shoot the Lorecast a message. We can, we can probably send you a link to the Discord. Yeah, if yeah. you, if, if you they, want, they if do you have a Discord. Um, the they are they have games in there regularly that they are streaming. So if you want to go in and learn how to play the game and actually watch it played, uh, there is a free mod for it on Tabletop Simulator. Those are the official rules. Uh, officially sponsored by the creator of the game. He's trying to get as much playtesting that he can into his game before the game is released. 
so that the rule sets are all set and firm. So there's no like day one patches, like day one updates to the game to fix some. Trying to make it as smooth like as possible. Yeah. Yes. And the cool thing is the guy who makes the game himself is in the Discord. He'll just pop into games with them and chat with the plan. Like, what do you think? You have anything you want to tell me? Like, maybe something doesn't work yeah, as well. Like, he's really cool dude. Mitchell, he'll let you playing a game uh, with one of the guys there that y'all were streaming. He popped in and y'all were like, hey, this rule's a little unclear. And so he changed the rules. Oh, like, yeah. He changed the rule right on the play. He's like, oh, okay. And like five seconds later, he's like, oh, it's, it's updated. In the click, rule book. click, yeah. click, clack, done. Yeah, that kind of freaked me out because when you sent me the link to like the rules, I was playing the game and I was typing something and I didn't realize that I could actually edit the rule page. So I typed a bunch of bullshit. I was like, so the rules are, why are there so many W's here? Oh, and I realized I had typed into the rule manual by accident. I had to erase that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think to, to be fair, I think that only affects your copy. No, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, 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 so it kind of spooked me a little bit. But um, it's a super cool game, super fun. Um, if if you, if you wanted to like see if you wanted to play a game with us, we're also relatively new at it. So we probably don't know. We're probably not the best teachers, but I'd be down to play a game with anyone who heard about this and seemed interested. So you know, just yeah. hit, Another, just hit us up on um, Instagram or Facebook or whatever. We don't have Instagram. We have Twitter. Twitter. We have Twitter. We, we yeah. have the, we have the bird app. Yeah. It shows shows what you know about our social media presence. I suck at social media. That's so okay. Like, I do too, and I was the one who set up half the. Social I have media. Facebook, and that's about it. Like um, I apparently I'm the. Wait a minute. I gotta change the password. To, I, need I was to trying actually... to log in today, but for some reason the password was not the password. No, yeah. I don't know about these two, but I'm a bad podcaster because I don't even have the apps for all of the social medias we're on, so I need to download those and like get that information so I can check that shit because I haven't. Yeah. I have to call Mitchell and be like, how do I log into Podbean again? <laughs> but no, um, the... So Outward Realms, though, just to tell you a little bit more that's not, you know, shitposting... Because <laughs> as much as we love shit posting, good information. Listen, is also all good I'm to saying have. is slam body drink. All, all I'm saying is slam is not responsible for for, for any uh, for any bodily harm that comes. You have to consume our product. Yeah. So, uh, Outward Realms. It is going to be a sci-fi tabletop game, and it is if you are familiar with the 40k or the Age of Sigmar style of tabletop game, it is nothing like that. <laughs> so, the four main factions, like we said, are humans. Then there are the frogs, sentient frogs, literally sentient frogs. Space ninja turtles. Basically. Then there's the... Battle toads. Battle uh, toads. Then there's the, um, what's effectively the Protoss 2.0. Uh, I'm going to forget what they're called now. The Hexacon angry the... Protoss without bodies. Just robots. Yeah. They're, they're um, in the fall? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a, uh, another, there is an insect race that's very similar to the Tyranids. Not and, necessarily in design, but in, in theme. In yeah, in theme, actually, not not even that. It's really, like, real? No, it's more no, the theory. Lore, they're they're the space lore. insects, so I call them carrots. Yeah. yeah, um, it's there. There really are just space insects, and they come from a planet. Um, I feel like I. I want to do some research and we can start a secondary podcast oh my god, <laughs> god no, no 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 let's let let's get this set a little bit so we don't just sound like drunken morons every time that we do this before we start doing secondary podcasts i'm not yeah. prepared um but no uh if uh so they they are in the process of writing lore for outward realms and if once we get our schedule and whatnot set uh, hammered out for this podcast there's a pretty decent chance we're going to start covering lore for outward realms as well yeah, um, don't, really, it's not guaranteed, but there's a pretty good chance it's going to happen. It is something we are really very. It is something we are very passionate about at the moment, and should that continue, we might be adding that content in. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm but still, that will that will more than likely be a second podcast, not a hey, we're going to share this with Warcast Eternals because yeah. Warcast Eternals is kind of dedicated to a specific thing. I'm still yeah. trying to get Metro to let me do Warhammer 40k things every now and then. No, Dick. stop that. Stop it. <laughs> the market is oversaturated with 40k lore podcasts. They, we don't need that kind of competition. Let me dream, Harold. <laughs> look, look. All I'm saying is. We already ripped off Lorehammer a little bit with the name. Let's not step on their toes, please. I don't need angry Canadians coming after me because I know one of them lives in Texas now. <laughs> At least he did last time I checked. Angry Canadians. All right. I think that's really going to be all about it. I kind of want to cool. go to Bucky's and get some apples and yep. peanut butter. I think that's the, that's bro. Why why get apples and peanut butter when we could get Nanner pudding? That is an C. Before they start going into a detailed description of their dinner. That is enough of our shit. But it's not dinner. It's it's, we're gonna, it's a late night. Snack. We're gonna go ahead and call it here. <laughs> we'll see all you crazy fuckers um, at next episode. Hope you have a, hope you have a good rest of y'all's day and whatnot. And uh, we out out. <laughs>